Welcome back, Politics Plus Podcast Season 2. Let's go. The swamp is still 24-7 obsessed with Trump, and they finally indicted a president of the United States. Welcome to the new Banana Republic, y'all. The ABC cult is shooting places and people, but it's Christians' faults because we're such bigots, right? The beatings will continue until morale improves. Remember everything the left touches? They destroy. It is the Marxist agenda, and America needs to go ahead and wake up now. War is looming, and our economy is crap, but then again, so are our elected officials. I'm Mimi. This is The Rundown. Get ready for Politics Plus Podcast. Here we go. We don't need to rewrite the Constitution. You need to reread the Constitution. You are now listening to Politics Plus Podcast. What truly matters is not which party controls our government, but whether our government is controlled by the people. Hey, y'all. Welcome to a brand new season of Politics Plus Podcast, where we discuss politics plus a whole lot more. And this year, the more won't allow us on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe on Rumble and hit that like button and share, share, share. I'm your host, Larissa, also known as the Conspiracy Queen, here with my co-host, my sister from another Mista, Miss Sonia, and bringing in that New York accent, Mr. Johnny Onions. How are you guys doing? Very good, Larissa. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, guys. How was your Easter? Oh, blessed be to God. It was it was just amazing, great time spent with family and, you know, just, you know, honoring Christ. That's what I love to do best. So, you know. Awesome. Sonia, where you at, girl? I am at home. <laughs> <laughs> I am good. Hope everybody's having a good night. Um, my Easter was great. Spent it with family. Had a good time. Hope everybody here <laughs> as well. Awesome. And joining us today is our special guest, uh, Mr. Cassidy Campbell. He's an influencer, a prankster, a patriot who loves Jesus, a father to a beautiful little girl. How was your Easter, sir? Uh, pretty good. I, I just went to church and uh, hung out with my family. Other than that, I mean, I mean, just like pretty much like any other Sunday, to be honest. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Well, welcome to our podcast. We're we're very happy to have you join us. We're we're honored and uh we appreciate your time definitely. So, um I just I just have to say I've I've watched a lot of your videos and um <laughs> I just got to say you got some big cojones because you you really never break your character in any of your videos. You come full force, and uh, I just, I really like that about you. So uh, why don't you uh, tell us what you're all about, what your goal is, um, you know, what what you're here to do. Uh, so my goal is, I, I mean, so I make comedy videos on YouTube, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I also do predator-catching videos, like catching child predators, but obviously, you know, YouTube, it's, it feels like anytime I have something good going, like momentum going, YouTube pretty much shuts me down. Like they shut down the whole predator thing. Cause I mean, those videos were like my best video. I think they're my best videos. So I had to put those on rumble, but rumble really kind of sucks because, uh, sorry, let me put my, my phone on like uh, do not disturb. Cause it's like acting up on the, uh, I 
the computer. So yeah, so basically Rumble has no algorithm. So the only way that people will find out about you, it seems like, or at least for me and my friends that are on Rumble, who have YouTube channels who went over there, um, is if they already knew who you were. So, oh, look, it's Cassidy or whoever. I'm just going to go follow him on Rumble because I know who he is. They have no actual algorithm, so they need to fix that because the only people that are big are, are the just big-name conservatives, basically, that are, all, that are on, you know, people knew about from YouTube, and they just go to Rumble, like Steven Crowder. And, yeah. and, and um, you know, these other, you know, big name conservatives. So that's pretty much it. So, but I mean, my ultimate goal is just <clears throat> to just can, you know, just do the best I can. I mean, not really compare myself to try not to compare myself to other people and things like that. Cause then it's like, if I'm doing that good night, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna yeah. just look at them and be like, oh man, I suck. So yeah, that's just do the best I can pretty much. Well, we know how YouTube is, you know, I think the yeah. only episode that got banned <laughs> was one that we did about 9-11. And that tells you that, that that's absolutely truth right there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so talking about your videos, you know, you, you do do a lot of different things. And um, the one that I was most interested in is the one where you do um, expose these sexual predators, because that's my passion. I know it's Sonia's passion and Johnny's passion um, about the whole, you know, child trafficking and sexual predators. It's not just your neighbor. It's it's a whole variety of people. So what I want to know is what got you into exposing those sexual predators? How many have you exposed? And what happens to these predators? Because I know you do it in a kind of a comedy kind of way. And I kind of want you to explain why you do that. Because like for me, if it, it or Sonia or Johnny were in the room, I would want to strangle them. So Trying to explain why why you do what you do and, and, and the way you do it. Oh, so so basically the reason I, I, I got started doing it because I was a fan of the show To Catch a Predator. I mean, even though Chris Hansen's kind of a scumbag and, you know, just, I, I mean, he the guy cheats on his wife and he, you know, he, I mean, look, I'm not saying if somebody goes to jail, they're a bad guy. Because, I mean, the, the, the obviously the, the, the legal system is just garbage, but I mean, he's done some shady stuff and um, I just don't, I just don't really like, like him as a person, but um, was a fan of the show and well, cause he actually hate, he hates on my friends that do predator catching. He was talking to a bunch of crap about them. I mean, he's just salty. Oh, they do it for the views and clicks. Dude, what do you do it for? Oh, you just love children so much that you're, you know, you're on NBC and stuff. You're such a humane person. Okay, whatever. Um, but <laughs> anyways, sorry I had to say that. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I just enjoyed the show. I was like, you know, I want to try something like that. Because there's, there, you know, just catching these weirdos and see what it's like. So then I, 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 I did a, a few of them and I enjoyed doing it. And, you know, just, you know, it's it, not only like were they doing well, but it's a good thing to do to expose these people. Because, yeah. you know... A lot of people don't know about these people being sick people, so expose them and put it in the light. And um, then on top of that, um, what was I going to say? Um, what was the other question? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to. <clears throat> so, you know, um, well, we all watch. And, and like I said, like we kind of feel like it. the way you do it is in such a, a, a comedy way. So what's your reasoning behind that? Do you feel like you get to talk to them more when you do it that way or? 
Yeah, I I think okay. So it, when I when I play that character I do in the the Chester character, it's more intimidating mm-hmm. than my normal self. You know what I mean? <laughs> like okay. number one, it's more intimidating. It's more entertaining because look, look, I, I I've seen people say, oh well, why do you make a joke out of it? Look, if it's if it's too like look, that's a hard pill to swallow. Seeing a, a child a predator a pedophile look you have to you know make some humor out of it for people to be able to swallow it you know it's a lot easier to go down people are also going to stay and watch maybe not the whole video but they're going to watch more of it if it's just so serious like i can't sit there and watch a bit like even to catch a predator was funny yeah so gold some of that stuff so yeah you have to you have to make it entertaining and and a mixture of everything it can't be too funny. It can't be too serious. It just has to ha- kind of have like a mixture of everything, I think. And I mean, people loved it. So, I mean, why, why change it? And there's always going to be haters here. Oh, why are you doing it like this? It's like, what are you doing? Sitting on your butt, just commenting, hating you. Are you catching people? So no, you're not. what happens to these people? I understand that you are exposing <clears throat> them, uh, being yeah. internet, right. You're exposing their face, which is, course great but what mm-hmm. what happens to these people after you expose them uh i mean they get fired from their jobs their family finds out things like that um see they don't really here's the thing and i've had an issue with the cops because i used to call the cops on them a lot and the thing is i when one experience i had mm-hmm. where the cops came and treated me like a criminal and i was like okay i'm done and i oh, even wow I filed a lawsuit against the police department here and you know, they're just basically sitting on it. And well, uh, I've seen that because I, I report a lot of pedo pages on Facebook and they come back with, Oh, it doesn't go against our standards. So I, I, I mean, look at our elites. Like nobody gets caught anymore with that, mm-hmm. with that stuff. <laughs> exactly. And they don't want to work with somebody like me anyway. So I'm like, look, I'm not even going to waste my time. Cause it's just a big hassle calling the cops. They get mad at me. Or they ask, hey, can I have all your stuff? Um, no, you can't. You don't need all my stuff. All you need is the original file. I can send that straight to you. It's obviously not corrupted or changed. You're watching me send you the original file right here. I mean, that's nonsense. They don't need all that. Why do you need my camera? The camera doesn't have anything on it. You just need the footage, the original footage. But, like, they're not going to do anything. Unless they have, like, child pornography or something like that. Yeah, then they'll yeah. do something. But that's it. I've never had a guy have that. My friend, uh, Predator Poachers, he, he does that all the time. But he just travels the country after these weirdos. Like, look, I'm not about to travel, like, drive around the whole United States catching these freaking sickos. I mean, I got a family and stuff, so I'm never going to be home. He's always road tripping. Like, you know what happens when you're road tripping like that? You get bored and you just eat all day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just have a very, like, hard time putting the con- <clears throat> into this situation i don't know yeah i've been trying to like for the last couple of days i've been really trying to think about it and trying to make sense of how someone could um and i i want to say i'm pretty open-minded with things right and i love yeah i'm not like a triggered person by any means Uh but when it comes to this topic right i I just feel like it's it's that topic that no one should be um putting any type of comedy in again this is my opinion i just think it's such a serious not only is this such a serious topic but it's an industry 
right? As we know, it is industry. It is making billions of dollars a year. We've got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of children, undocumented, documented all over the world that are being trafficked by these predators and putting comedy in there. I have, and being someone who is Christian valued, I have such a hard time with that. I'm really trying to put some type of love towards it and, and, and understanding, but I'm having a very hard time. So I was really trying to hope that I could understand the comedy behind it, you know? Yeah. I think the comedy kind of comes from just roasting, roasting these predators <laughs> and putting fear in them. Cause they're scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're laughing. Yeah. I agree. I mean, exposure. Yeah. I agree with the whole, like, I mean, I want to do it now. Like I, I, I want, yeah. and like, I totally, I totally agree with people going ahead and, um, exposing these people, even it being so simple uh, on TikTok, on Instagram, anything yeah. better than nothing, right? Like you said. Good luck on TikTok doing that. And you're a mom, Sonia, so you kind of have that that mama bear yeah. feel behind it too. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if maybe because like you're new as a dad, or I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's just I'm had. Oh, trust me, you know, there's there's been times when I actually. Want to yeah. beat the living like the last guy that came over here? The stuff he mm-hmm. was saying to me, I, I was like this close mm-hmm. to him. I want, oh, I wanted to do it, yeah. And but yeah, I I know that I can't <clears throat> because at the end of the day, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? The, the, all these people are protected. They're protected on YouTube. You know, they're making laws to protect these people. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I understand that. I think I think the way you're doing it too kind of puts them on blast and probably maybe embarrasses them a lot more than putting them in jail and not really learning their lesson and getting a free breakfast and not having to work. But yet you're putting them on blast and getting them. I mean, like you said, losing their job, having their wife find out, having you know, you could hide a lot more if you're just taking the jail. You could lie about that, you know. But you're putting that on blast, so yeah. Nobody knows. No, like. And nothing, and like, yeah, and it's like, a, and and the the legal system, you know, they do everything to protect these people. Oh, let's give them the minimum sentence. Yeah. No, hey, they Cassidy, should just forever. Cassidy, John, uh, Johnny Onions here. I just wanted to yeah. say thank you, first of all, for what you do. You know, I come from, you know, a tough place, and uh, you know, I think the main thing that jumps out when I watch your videos is like, you know, what Jay Z said, right? The streets is watching, right? So yeah. even if the cops don't want to do nothing and, you know, the, the laws are being created to help like kind of like centrifuge around this stuff and subvert it and, and keep it like, you know, I guess quasi legal at this point. Right. Um, I think it's great that you put the spotlight on these roaches, these cockroaches, these animals and what they're doing is yeah. disgusting. So I applaud you, Absolutely. you know, 100 percent. And I find the comedy to be a very good tool, actually, uh, in a sense, because it doesn't it doesn't offend me per se, but. <laughs> I find it to be a, a disarming tool. It almost charms them at first. Like, you know what I mean? They don't know what to think of it. Cause now like you're hitting with a, with a sledgehammer, but you're like dusting them off with a feather duster. Like it's like, a, it's like, it almost keeps them in a, in, in a, in a suspension, like a state of suspension. Right. So they don't know. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, and I, and I applaud you and I, I hope you keep doing it yeah. and you inspire others to do it because th- this is the grassroots type of stuff that's going to help root this stuff out. Period. Like you said, the apparatus, the power structure wants nothing to do yeah. with stopping it. Is they actually created this environment? In my opinion, they they they, 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 they trade in this stuff. It's it's a it's a commodity to them. 
and just good good for you and God bless you and yours for doing what you do, man. Appreciate yeah, it, well man. said, Johnny. Well said. Which, you know, actually kind of leads into the next question is I want, I know you uh, portray uh, Andrew Tate a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, a few times. Um, I want to know, I want to know what your thoughts actually are about Andrew Tate. And when you do go and you play that character, do people actually know who you are? Do you need to like explain to them like, <laughs> I'm huh. Andrew Tate. I, I supposedly allegedly raped three girls, human trafficking connection. <laughs> like, You're just jealous. You're jealous. Because you didn't, you don't get the human traffic. No, well, see, there's there's people that actually think I'm Andrew Tate when I go out. That's the funny thing. Even though he's like six <laughs> two, and I'm only five ten. There's, hey, can I take a picture? And I'm like, wait, is he serious? And then it came to me, he actually was serious. There's a video. There's a video of a couple of people thinking that, and they want a picture. I'm just like, wow, I really do. I guess to them, because it's different when you see some like. Okay, you're just kind of shocked because in public it's different than like pe sometimes people look a little different in public than like mm -hmm. in real life. I mean, I mean, they look different in real life than on camera, especially now with filters. <laughs> oh, 100%. But, <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty funny. But then again, so. most Americans, yeah, I mean, I don't, most Americans go ahead. can't even name two continents. I, let's be, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, <laughs> And, and what, I think what that, are your thoughts of Andrew Tate? Like, because I know the whole conspiracy thing. Like, for me, I'm like, oh, they just threw the one little piece of trash out there, you know? <laughs> like, what is your take on Andrew Tate? Like, the whole background behind it. His whole thing? I mean, he says some some truth, but with a bunch of lies. So, I mean, I mean, that's like, you're just, I mean, I mean, anybody can do that. Ooh, yeah. he said some truth. Ooh. <laughs> like, I mean, I think it's stupid. I don't hate the guy, but at the same time, it's like, there's so many people that just fall for this garbage and that he's like their, their Lord and savior. Oh, Andrew Tate, top G. Like, I don't know. Oh, I just it's think it's so true. I, I, I was seeing how a lot of teenage boys like look up to him, but like, yet yeah, he makes these videos talking shit about women and hitting a woman with a belt. Like, but yeah, our teenage boys are growing up and looking up to that. That's kind of, that's kind of crazy to me. Well, Mr. Cassie and, and, and Sonia, I would say quite frankly, the reason that's thriving and why that's sought after and why that's something that's very, um, you know, that why young boys, for instance, are attracted to it. It's the same reason we were attracted to Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, I, Sylvester yeah. Stallone as kids. That's the only masculine outpost, like, you know, because today yeah. masculinity is toxic and, you know, everything is, is you know, everything manly is, is being attacked. So a guy like Tate is a, like a, a distillate, you know what I mean? He's a distillate. And, you know, I like a lot of things he says. I like a lot of things a lot of people say, you know. But the point being is that it's attractive because we lived in a highly feminized, in a, in a negative way, a highly feminized, just, yeah. you know, I, my, 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 my old pal Rush Limbaugh, right. the feminazis, like the feminazis took over. <laughs> they wrecked everything. Mm -hmm. We live in this world where boys, young boys are so like lost. You see these kids coming out of schools and stuff. They're walking around like rudderless ships. They need masculine, you know, father-like figures in their lives, big brother-like figures. And that's why I think Andrew Tate resonates with so many you people. Know, I you know? agree. I think, I think the world needed, I think masculine, masculinity, I think the world needed Andrew Tate. I don't agree with everything he says. Okay. Hear me out. I don't agree with everything he says, but I believe in a sense he was 
uh, he was very needed. But yes, Cassidy, you're right. A lot of people have him on a pedestal, like a godsend. You know what I mean? Like, um, I want to be just like Top G. I think that's something. Yeah, I, I, but I think that's something like people have this like disorder with Trump too. Some people think Trump is. Oh my gosh, that one pisses me off. People don't have God in their life most of the time. That's why. People aren't worshiping Jesus. They're not worshiping God. They're worshiping, you know, social media. They're worshiping likes, right. clicks, this, but that. But he was definitely you know? needed. He was definitely needed. In a society full of men with nail polish, goddamn, we needed this guy. Okay, we did. <laughs> we needed this guy. Okay, we really Maybe that's why they threw him away. Because it was like, here, exactly. get him for this. Get him oh, for that. He was, <laughs> he was causing a huge one. He was the number one Googled person in the entire world. Yeah. Trump. He was making he was making passes. He was awakening men. He was showing men that they have value because for the longest time, for decades now, get men were devalued. Let's 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 be honest, right? If they didn't have something to bring to the table, nobody wanted them. They worth they're they're worth they're worthless. But he brought more value to men. He showed men not to be afraid to speak. To, to not be so open with your emotions. It's okay to keep that inside and evaluate and, and be logical, right? As a man, come up with a plan. Not, don't be so emotional. Don't be so irrational. Be logical. So I think the world really, really, really needed Andrew Tate, to be honest with you. That's I said, what would you say, what would you say about um, this point that I have in my head about this? The fact, you know, forget about what he is and what he says, but the fact that he got pinched for something that was very dubious, mm -hmm. locked up like a dog in a cage, like, like you know, you know, they don't put the pedophile in that cage that way. They put this guy, right? But the fact that he did it standing on his head, I think that that further like crystallizes him as, you know, a real man, as, as somebody who is not going to buckle and not going to, you know, what do you feel about that? Like him doing, like him facing down his charges and kind of like not buckling and, and they kind of taking it like a man. How do you feel about that? And the charges themselves. I, I mean, <clears throat> part of me is like, doesn't know, you know, what's, you know, staged and what's not. I'm not saying like he wasn't really there or whatever, but I'm like, I feel like this stuff is kind of all just planned out. He might have. All he just... might. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's go into the next question. What I mean, do you do you research conspiracy theories? Like, um... I haven't looked into anything lately, but I mean, just by what has happened, what I've seen happen, you know, and there's just so many distractions and things yeah. like that. I mean, it's like who knows? I'm not saying it is. I'm just I don't know. I, I don't know what's so do, what. Do, do you like you don't do too much research into the conspiracy? You just kind of wait till it kind of fruits up or uh, yeah I like, just kind of craziest like, conspiracy theory that you heard and kind of believe oh I mean like when when the whole COVID I mean the craziest thing I don't know what I mean what exactly one is the craziest but I mean I remember when COVID started I was like yeah this is nonsense yeah and then and I was getting called racist and so I'm like why am I getting called racist I just said this is a lot <laughs> oh I'm racist yeah. and then it's all the people really that were with a little bit of research for that one <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was looking into that, but I mean, recently I haven't really looked into anything. I just, you know, I'm careful what, what I, to believe in stuff. I kind of just don't pay attention to it. And that just solves all the problem. Yeah. Like, oh, I saw Andrew Tate got out of jail. Oh, okay. I mean, who knows? Who knows, um, you know, 
what they're planning or whatever. Who knows? Exactly. But I just try not. Do you think the world is flat? I mean, to be honest, I don't. I don't really know. I, I just I like I don't. Spin. Here's my thing. It could be right. It could be right. I just don't think it's spinning. I don't think it's spinning. <laughs> okay, like well, the, that's a part. <laughs> I I just don't know. Like I can't. I'm not like. Oh, I think it's for sure. Fly. I I just don't know. Well, who does? I mean, really, yeah. nobody really does unless I go I mean, into space like, myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean NASA I obviously. <laughs> I mean NASA obviously lies about everything. The government lies about everything. So it's like if somebody says, "Oh, I trust." I don't trust the government, but NASA is telling the truth about everything. I mean, you're just weird. I don't understand. That. It's funny because I just had this conversation like two days ago. <coughs> Somebody was wearing like all NASA and I was like, oh, amazing, right? Like, oh, geez. So I was like, do you know how much the U.S. is NASA? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, about like $24 trillion or something like that. Like, or was it? No, it's billion. I'm sorry, it's billion. My my curtain, it, and and like majority of it is going to climate. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> and Verna von Braun created the first rocket that got us to the moon, sure. right? So, sure. I mean, good old sure. Verna. They brought him over from Germany. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just uh, the moon landing just doesn't make well, sense because it's just the moon. It's just none of it. Ma- none of it adds up. Just like, look okay. at it. It looks like it's made out of aluminum foil. It's see-through, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe the moon. I definitely don't believe the moon landing was real. Yeah. I, if you, oh, I've well, looked into that. Kind of conspiracy, then. Yeah. So you do. What was that? You kind of, you kind of do follow a little conspiracy. That I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> like I haven't like looked into any for a while. That I mean, that was a while ago. But yeah, I just, I mean, I just don't believe the moon landing. It just so much stuff doesn't add up. But yeah. As, as far as Ain't like some reason, nothing yeah. adds up. That's what's crazy about it all. <laughs> but, oh, you're crazy. When I was growing yeah. up, they always told us, you know, believe nothing of what you hear and half of what you see. And I didn't understand it until I got older. Right? And now it's like, wow, I don't even believe the half that I see anymore. You know, I believe like, you know, a third of what I, you know, of what I hear and see combined, maybe if not, you know, it's just crazy. It really is nuts. Um, you know, Everything that's going on in the world, you know, even even with Trump, like, you know, like watching Trump get indicted, I was disgusted. You know, everything disgusts yeah, that, me. Yeah, that I feel like it could be just part of the part of the distraction. Yeah, yeah. just everything. Everything Other is convenient. For, 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 yeah, everything is so convenient for for the people that are doing wrong and bad. You know, right. everything is like, hey, you know, like, you know, don't look here. You know, check this out. You know, and it's like, yeah, everything yeah, is like that. Right. What distraction yeah. do you think this is? for like the whole i mean i because right as i was looking at um you know the whole trump thing happening i mean i didn't like dig deep into it but like oh they're talking about the u.s dollar being worthless you got it bricks just like just like 9-11 oh 9-11 oh the day before mm-hmm. 9-11 2.3 trillion dollars missing oh but let's, yes yes let's, right, let's go ahead and Put a missile right through the Pentagon and get rid of all the evidence. Like, but don't don't question it. Don't you? No, it was a plane. <laughs> it was a plane that crashed in the Pentagon, but no plane was ever found. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't get me sense. started. I've already I, did a segment on nine eleven. That's the one that got us banned off of YouTube. Wow. <laughs> it did what? I'm sorry. <laughs> don't get me started. Let me bring out my notes. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like bricks, the de-dollarization of the world right now. You know, guys, you can go back and look at, at NAFTA yeah. as the real framework. You know, NAFTA was really when I watched in my neighborhood, for instance, all of the manufacturing base 
just uproot and go. And they told us, hey, it's going to be great. You guys are all going to be middle managers and people overseas are going to make everything for slave wages. So wonderful. You know, and then I'm like, when I was listening the other day, I said, oh, Mexico might join the BRICS. Well, if Mexico joins the BRICS, how about this? We take every factory that went there during NAFTA and we pull it out. How about that? Like we, we need somebody in the White House and Congress like th- that actually fights for our team. Like, you know, it's like I feel like we are the Washington generals as Americans and, the, you know, the deep state, whatever they are. The, 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 that, that's the, that's the globetrotters there, you know. And here we are. Like we show up with patsies, with rubes. If we go to protest, we get arrested. If we go this year, if, 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 if uh, Cassidy says, I don't know about this COVID thing, he's a bigoted, racist, you know, uh, phobic <laughs> yes. person yeah. This yeah. is the world we got. What the hell happened, Cassidy? Help us out here. Maybe you could shed some light or give us some comedy to help us <laughs> live with this a little better. Yeah, I mean, there's. Not, I mean, I don't really have any comedy for this one. I mean, people are just idiots, <laughs> and they fall for every. I mean, it just, it just really just, just more brainwashing. You know, they're they're brainwashing people harder in the schools and things like that, and obviously. I mean, the media is always brainwashing people, but it's just worse. It's just like they've just, I mean, the devil has less time now. So he's got to, he's got to do everything he can. So, you know, I homeschool and that's actually one of our questions is I, I do, I homeschool. I took my kids out of the, um, the education system because obviously um, I feel it's corrupt. So I want to know how you feel about the education system. I know you have a little girl. So what's your future plans um, with her? Do you, are you going to put her in school? Are you going to homeschool her? Like we all know what it's being taught in the school. Yeah. So what's your take on that? So I'm not a bigoted racist like you. So of course I'm sending my kid to the uh, school. So, okay. I'm farming. I am a redneck. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna homeschool though. Uh, we're gonna do that, and I just think it's terrible what they're doing. I mean, it's it's not gonna get any better. It's gonna get worse. Exactly. Quickly. Unless you take your kid out of school and then they don't get money for your child anymore, then what are they gonna do? Right. Oh, hundred so. percent. Yeah. And it's hard because, you know, they make us so dependent on them where the mom and the dad have to work. So who who can stay at home to homeschool their kid? I've I've, I've made so many sacrifices. Um, I do work out of my home. I am a hairstylist. So granted, I'm blessed with that. that hair is never going to go away. I'm always, you know, people are always going to need haircuts. So um, and so it was easier for me to make that decision. But for other people, it's not so much. But you kind of have to sometime put your foot down and make those sacrifices and and homeschool your kids because if not you know we're just we're just feeding into the problem like where where does it stop yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure i think if people can homeschool their kids i mean they should because you're just handing your kid off to just people you don't even know everybody in the you know any of these people in the school probably not yeah bunch of weirdos and freaks oh hey just just Go off and do whatever. I mean, that's weird. No, it's true. It's I mean, a scary thing. It's it's really scary too because like I I I fought the school boards before. I've gone and I and I have seen your videos where you do go to yeah. the city council and you do prank them, which I yeah. I I find it funny because to me I find that whole process of a a fucking joke because yeah, they give is. you five minutes. You you don't they don't interact with you. So do you feel like? A, yeah those meetings are productive? Like, do you feel like people should continue to fight those school boards or is it just a lost cause? I mean, it could probably help somewhat, but I mean, it's not like it's going to end all. 
Yeah. If there's enough pissed it's... off people that go in there, but at the same time, you know, like they they were celebrating Pride Month in um in uh, Arlington, Texas, and the my whole church came in there and a bunch of other people and they um talked against it. <laughs> And then the LGBTQ people, you know, these weirdos came in and, uh, you know, obviously who they listen to, to LGBTQ, even though it's like such a tiny percentage of people. Nobody wants that stuff. Nobody wants to see it. That's the thing. If you go and ask the, the most people, you know, you know, maybe they won't tell you the tr truth because they they don't want to get like any hate. But inside, they're like, I don't want to see that. You know, and people that point. like, I don't want to people that say, people, do it. people that say, you know, oh, I support it. I'm an ally. You're just pandering. You're a liar. That's it. That's really I all. I think it's got. funny how they, they make uh, money off of it. You know, every <laughs> month they do the, the whole, you know, month and put a rainbow on everything and charge you $10 extra, you know, and yeah, it's, and it's sad like, because that group, that group did get infiltrated and, and it, got added on other a b c d e f g to it you know so it's oh. like how do you then p where's p coming in where's that coming in yeah p will come in there pedophile. <laughs> yeah there is a p it's called pansexual mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well but you know what my beef is though guys you know my beef is this apple all these companies you know they fly <clears> these <throat> flags and they shove everything down your throat now you yeah. know listen I well, love they like it people. down their throat <laughs> yeah no they do they do <laughs> And I love they all like people. It. I'm not against you, but you want to do it yourself, you know. But the problem is in Russia and China, they are those same companies. Like, you know, not only are they making like you know Nike shoes for two dollars a pair with slave labor and making iPhones in in, in, uh, in yeah. Foxconn where there's suicide nets, but they also don't have any of that rainbow stuff going on. It's only in the West here, and yeah. and they're, they're jamming it down our throat. And I think it segues into something else. Like, if they can get you to accept that there's no such thing as gender, for instance, then the, then it's lost. Like, they, they've won already because they, they have done that. So if you go to any public school, for instance, in America today, they have the they have the tree emojis there. You know, they got the one, the, the second one, the man, the girl, and they got the, the yeah. half dress, half pants. So they, they're already teaching it by fiat. They're already putting it in there and shoving it down our throat and making us accept it because that's the demoralization part of it. You know, they, yeah. you know we, we have no recourse to it. And the only thing we could do is like say speak up, but what happens again when we speak up? The cops come and tell you you're you're a bad person. Go home. You know, like this is the problem we have. It's it's very bad. It's you know. But this is all yeah. All this transgenderism, obviously, this is all leading into ageism, right? So we can start yeah. people who are <laughs> exactly and start it's transhumanist. It's 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 a, they want to go post human. You know, that's how crazy mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. You know what? You know what's funny? Oh, yeah. You know what? See, I, I got something funny for that. I was just talking to my friend about that. And with the whole transgender thing, here's the problem. We got people like Trump Jr. saying, well, you know, I don't care if people's transgender as long as they're 18. No, you shouldn't want anybody transgender, you idiot. And then, <laughs> uh, you know, next thing is, well, you can do bestiality as long as they're 18. You know, they got to just consent. Exactly. The animal's got to be 18. Exactly. As long as it's not rape. Yeah. It's, it's okay. That's the libertarian nonsense, you know, like, yeah, you know, do what you want, you know, but then like, again, you can't be <clears> Christian <throat> openly today without catching flack or you can't be, you know, you just can't, you can't have a certain opinion today 
and not catch flack yeah. for it. It's a double standard that just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, you have yeah. to be, you, can, you cannot like let any of it in the door. You have to say no to all of it. All of it. Literally all of it. You can't just be like, because well, if you don't, it slowly rolls in and then it takes over. And not only. Yeah, at first it starts out with bake, bake, bake us cakes and then it goes up and up and up and up. Yeah. And if you know. I have a big problem now. too with the drag queen story time, right? And everybody's saying, oh, what are we going to do? It's coming to the neighborhood here. What are we going to do? How about we go with a rubber hose and slap that shit out of all the parents that are bringing their kids to this thing? Excuse me, I'm getting crazy. Because I can't understand how you're going to drag your child to this thing and you should be in jail for this. Not to be, yeah. these people are sick. I mean, you know, it's not that I I wouldn't let a stripper around my kid, let alone one that's a man dressed like a regular woman. Right, exactly. This is insane. It's insane. But the and parents then, are to blame, you know, not the. the <laughs> oh, it's all the parents, obviously. Yeah. Because yeah. if the parents weren't freaking idiots, yeah. this wouldn't be happening. I saw, yeah. There would be no drag show. It's got to be those parents that like have no friends, right? And they just want to be involved with anything because this, yeah, the it's trendy. They were picked on in high school. Exactly, like those ones, right? That were like, oh, this is yeah. cool. I was picked on. I was picked on in high school. I'm fine. <laughs> and the other thing we have to be yeah. doing is calling the person by their desired uh, gender. Like Dylan Mulvaney calling oh him her, right? Never. Don't do it. Call him a him. It's a him. Discuss, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because calling him a her is you're accepting that crap which yeah we all know is mental illness at the end of the day it's it is it's all it's all these people are reprobates they're Here. they're haters of god they're wicked yeah. as hell let but let god burn them quickly yeah. boom yeah. And, and listen got. you know this is tavistock institute stuff guys this was developed in the tavistock institute again this is something that's meant to destroy civilization it's very yeah. simple to understand. And it, I think, Cassie, you said before about the devil. The devil, devil's time is short, I guess, right? So yeah. you're right. This is a, an acceleration, if you will, you know? And it's actually part of a ritual, too, because like I said before, like uh, Moloch is it's transgenders, half man, half woman, half goat, half everything. So if they follow that, of course, they're going to follow those rituals. That's why you see a lot of celebrities. That's what started out was Angela, Angelina Jolie with her... I think it was a boy or no, it was a girl wanting to be a boy. And so all their kids are being mixed different things and that's where it starts. And it's the cool thing to do. And now you go to school and, oh, it's a cool thing to do. So yeah, everybody's doing it. Like, that's why I'm like, my kid ain't going. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We got to have PSAs that show the actual procedure of when you, when you mutilate somebody, you know, their, their genitals and stuff. Like put that out there. Forget. When I was a kid, we used to have sex ed and it was great. They would show you gonorrhea. Here's gonorrhea. It looked like you, you, you wanted to like, I'm going to join the seminary now because I saw the gonorrhea in the herpes pictures, like, you know, in, in the sex. You know what I mean? It's got to be something like that where they say, look, this is, you're going to have a cone shoved in you for the rest of your life. You're going to bleed from it profusely. You're going to have a manufactured body part. It's not going to function as, as a man or a woman's body part. You know, like it's got to be just rationalized. Like we can, we forget about yeah. the, forget about like, you know, oh, this is bad. We know it's bad. We know it's been yeah. when you want to tell an eight-year-old. My, my kid is saying, you know, five years old, I want to be a cop, daddy. Okay, do I give him a badge, a gun, and send him out with cuffs to the street? No. I say, good, son. When you get older, you know, you could be a cop. Why are we telling kids, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, what, are we, what, where, what, what? I don't even understand. I, I, 
I get lost. I get lost thinking about this. Where where because are the parents? It's because the, the, kids, the kids hear this in school. They think it's cool. And then, and then the doctors don't tell them all the stuff that happens. They don't tell them that if you do change your mind later on, you're going to stay with this micro the rest of your life. That's, you know, you know, that the, the, they even make it that long because the suicidal rate is like what, seven years. But but Larissa, do you know the number? Do you know the actual number, the dollar amount that they actually, it's 7 million per, per person they switch. Yeah. So, follow the money so to speak right there you have it you know well it's just like planned parenthood they sell they sell this stuff to all of us and people just eat it up oh let me get the you know four cheeseburger oh let me go ahead and cut this off and put it here or whatever you know it's just it's so bad this world is (laughs) the other argument that 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 you you brought i'm on a segue to it's like it's the abortion argument you hear so many people like they're not necessarily democrats but like middle of the road type of oh you know the republicans really killed themselves with that abortion thing i'm like why is is murdering children the, the linchpin that's going to get you elected in this world i mean they, they see where we're going with yeah. this? Like everything we talk about is a negative everything is a bad it's like you yeah. know first of all that right was manufactured in the 1970s that the law itself was struck down you know what i mean let's let's be rational here you know like yeah. you know, but that you hear normal rational people saying stuff like that and it bothers me. It's like, you know, wait a minute. What are you talking Probably about? Because, you know, I think people, I feel like a lot of people change their mind later on. They do. They do. Like, they de- no, they definitely do. Because, I mean, before, I mean, like, I didn't really think about it. And then later on, like, once I thought about it more, I was like, yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's just wicked. There was so, a person in my life. Young too, they don't know what they're thinking. They don't know yeah. what, you know, they don't, they can't even go to war. They can't even buy alcohol. You know, you can't get married, like, but yet go ahead and chop your penis off and, you know, pretend to be whatever it is you want to be. Have fun. See, it's funny because I have a, I have a, a client that, um, She's got a daughter who's 22 and she's a girl that wants to be a boy dating a boy that wants to be a girl. And I'm just like, I got confused. I was just like, wait a minute. What? What? Can we just be normal? Just date each other? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah. But that's, that's what you're dealing with. You know, it's, it's definitely mental illness. We all saw that with the Nashville shooting with, you know, that person going in and, you know, doing what they did and, um, and it's funny because I, I've been arguing with the other side and they kind of agree with me. They're like, it's a mental illness. Oh, okay. Well, now we finally agree. Transgenders is a mental illness. Like, okay, that's something we can agree on. But it's it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's a crazy you world. For the, you have people fighting for the right for people to kill their own children. At the same time, now these same people are fighting for the right. So like the same, if you do, if the kid gets through the gauntlet of, of this uh, Dungeons and Dragons game of abortion and crazy pills and things people think, then you get through and the kid makes it through. And now they're advocating to sterilize these children for the rest of their life and change them and mutilate them. It's, it's absurd. It's, we, we used to hear about Muslims that are doing the, 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 the circumcision on the women. Everybody's outraged. Oh, you know, all the feminists were outraged. Where are your outrage? Where's the outrage now? This person's never going to be able to have a child in the future. Why? You're going to take a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, give them these affirming surgeries, and then they're not going to be able to procreate? It's part of the abortion. It just goes with the narrative, so obviously. (laughs) It's all part of the plan. That's all it is, you know? 
It's whatever that it's whatever is whatever is being talked about in school or in the news. Like people are gonna go with, you know. So yep. that's why. Well, the only way to fix that is to homeschool your kids. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. pull your kids out of school, guys. Pull your kids out of school. Um, so, one of the other questions I wanted to ask you, I, I, I saw one of your videos on your Instagram, and it was a video about Jesus and how, obviously, the image of Jesus is um, not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not a white guy. Um, and we all know that. I feel like a lot of people do know that, that if, you, if you're a Jesus follower or not, right? Yeah. Um, he was obviously darker skin, Middle Eastern. I'm I'm on the side of like he might be black. Like let's go, let's be real. Why, if so many people know this and it's kind of common sense, why do you think that they have not changed the image or we haven't changed it ourselves? I mean, we we don't really know exactly what he looks like, so I don't think. I mean, I don't sit around thinking, oh my gosh, this is exactly what he looks like, because I don't know what he looks like. I don't think anybody yeah. really knows exactly what it looks like, but you know, it's mostly just like the Catholic church and, you know, um, Latter-day Satanists and stuff like that. The, the Mormons that have that white image of Jesus. I don't know. The Orthodox church probably does that too, but I mean, but I mean, I personally don't know anybody who goes around with an image of Jesus because we don't really know what he looks like, but he definitely doesn't look like that. No. <laughs> That's that is the whole point. That's why I'm like, why haven't we like? I mean, updated. <laughs> yeah, right. To the moon, supposedly. <laughs> Whatever Jesus yeah, looks like, if that. I was in his presence, I would fall to my face and worship him. Yeah, no matter what he looked like, no I don't matter. care. No matter. Yeah, what. exactly. Hey, Cassidy, do you believe in hell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I do. <laughs> Are you talking, Sonia, like about the the whole concept of hell? I think that's where you're trying to get to, like the whole description of hell in the Bible, right? Well, I don't think the Bible speaks of hell per se. I think he talks about, like, I don't think there's like a like somewhere deep below flaming hell. I don't know if it does say that. I'm not. Well he just went to hell after after his yeah. crucifixion. So he went to Hades. He went. Yeah, you know, in the King James Bible, it ta- it says that Jesus' soul went to to hell for three days and three nights. Mm-hmm. So, and then he rose from the dead. But you know, a lot of these modern Bibles, they'll change it and stuff like they take out the word hell. So, I mean, there's that. And then on, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely talks about hell. It talks about um, uh, what's it called when G- Jesus said to Lake the, of Fire. Uh, I think it's the, the Pharisees. He said. Um, there shall be weeping and the gnashing of teeth when ye shall see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God when you and you yourselves thrust out. So, I mean, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. I mean, I think he's talking about hell mm-hmm. as well, even though he doesn't actually say hell. But, yeah, I mean, it mentions hell. So and- Jesus' soul went down to hell for three days and three nights. So, And do you, do you, do you believe in that firmament that the Bible speaks of? Yeah, there's some sort of ferment because obviously we can't get past it. <clears throat> so kind of goes with yeah. the flat earth. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not even gonna comment. You just don't want. You're gonna, hey Cassidy, you're gonna, you're gonna come back on our flat earth uh, segment here. <laughs> just, I or just at least watch it, Johnny. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just like, like there's something we just, we just don't know. 
No, you're right. Because they don't they don't allow us to know. Well, I mean, and that's what sucks. Like, doesn't the Bible exactly. say something about the four corners? Again, I'm not well versed, guys. I'm I'm just yeah, right. Does it not? I, I, it 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 might have. Yeah, I think. Uh, Actually, I think anything. there's 75 phrases in the Bible that kind of describes that the Earth is flat. Just saying. <laughs> no? so. Well, Jesus, Just also said, Jesus also said, I have many other flocks, too. So Jesus yeah. alluded to the fact that he, he had other, you know, he had other children elsewhere, you know, like he, he, you know, so to me, like the most important thing is that if we rely on God, if we rely on our faith, which I, you know, I came to my faith at the age of 22. It was an amazing occurrence that I could describe it to you one day on the podcast if, you know, we have time. But, you know, it was it was something that it, when I got struck by the Holy Spirit. Now, I came from a very rough place. I was a very rough guy, you know, and I, I was not a, you know, I wasn't a bad person at heart. I was a good person, but I did a lot of wicked things at that time. I was a young man and I was full of piss and vinegar. And I was, I grew up in a neighborhood where there was a lot of, where I was by far not even the toughest guy. So imagine how crazy this place was and the things I saw and things I did. Um, but when I was convicted and I got struck down by the Holy Spirit, you know, I'm a big man. I'm six feet tall, three feet wide, you know, and back then I was just all muscle and, when I got struck and, and dropped to my face, like it was amazing, locked in place the, from the crown of my, and I didn't know what that meant at the time, but from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet was a vibration that moved faster than you could think. Supernatural things were told to me, how to fix my problems, what paths to take. It was unbelievable. And I think that when you, and, and you know what the catalyst though, guys, was for that? It was very simple. I woke up that morning. I had just lost a very dear friend. He died at a very young age. I was very sad. I, I, I pulled back from the streets and my life had no purpose. I was zero. I was, I was at zero, you know, and it was a beautiful day. And I woke up and I said, in my head, I heard the words, don't put on the lights, no electricity. And the sun was blaring that day. So I opened the, I opened the candle and I blew in the shower and that's where this happened in the shower. But the words that the words were the key. I looked up in despair and the, the feeling of despair I've never had before. It was very deep. It was deep into my my core, you know? And I said, God, if you're out there, I need a sign. I need you right now. And it was boom. Like, it was crazy, you know? And that was the first time, you know? And that built my faith. And as I work, walked in my faith and as I put it on God, the more I put it on God, the more God gave me, the more he trusted me with, the more he built me up. And I think that's the key. Revival is the key to all this insanity that we witness. And all the things that we've touched on this, this podcast tonight, which I find it's just a, what a phenomenal conversation, by the way. You know, but the thing is that it's that revival we need of that spiritual revival, like your church walking into that place and confronting these things. Like it's it's that it's that, you know, boots on the ground Christianity, real Christianity in, in the vein of, of the apostles, in the vein of what Jesus taught and what Jesus commanded his followers to do. And that's to me the real answer. What do you feel about that, Cassidy? Uh, yeah, you know, I think that is the problem because obviously the world does the opposite of, of what the Bible says we should be doing. So, yeah, I mean, if people actually practice what was in the Bible, I think it'd be a million times better place. We wouldn't have this stuff going revival, on. Do you think the spiritual revival could overturn the wickedness that we see on a regular basis and all this upside down insanity? Yeah, 100%, but it has to be a legit one, not like these fake ones we see, like, ooh, Osbury Revival. That's so fake. Uh, was there 15 days for clapping? Like, okay, good. Nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense. Number one, you know, 
it's it's not a proper it's it's not a proper gospel that they're not giving the true gospel they're saying you know repent of your sins be baptized and stuff go read the king james bible not one time does it say repent of your sins to be saved not one t- you don't need to get baptized to be saved that's something you do after salvation nothing like and they add works to salvation like look it's believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shalt be saved all you got to do is ask jesus to save you it, it's a free gift. The Bible says it is a free gift over and over and over. If something's a free gift, you don't have to do anything. There's no, like, that's it. All you have to do is ask for it. There's no tithe. There's no tithing that's a, uh, tied to that. You know? <clears throat> no, but people want to add and twist it and make it hard to be. Look, Jesus said his yoke is easy. Oh, it's so hard. No, it's not hard to be a Christian. It's not. But, you know. Being a being a disciple of Christ, being a follower, which most Christians aren't, they're not disciples, is is hard. It it, it, well, it can it can be hard because that's when you know you're just you're you're basically you're you're dying to everything. Basically, you're just straight up following him. Do do people follow Jesus in every aspect of their lives? Obviously not. But obviously not. But you know what? At the end of the day, nobody's perfect. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, should we, we should, you know, we should try to get the sin out of our lives and things like that. We should try to, um, we should be reading our Bibles. We should be in prayer and things like that. But, you know, um, you know, the first thing we got to do is, is get saved, you know, cause, cause uh, oh, the Bible says to, to walk in the spirit and you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So, you know, walking in the spirit, it starts with reading the word of God, reading the Bible. Because you're never going to be walking in the spirit if you don't even know the word of God. You don't know anything. Right. I mean, I it's like, kids, okay, what do I do now? I tell all the kids the Bible is like you play video games. I tell them, they say, <laughs> oh, I play video games. I says, when you buy a video game, it comes with a booklet, right? You read that. You try to figure out the ins and outs of the game. I said, the Bible, you know what it stands for? B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. That is yeah, your handbook. Yeah. That is your rule book. That is what and- that, you know, that book. The book of Job was one of the books Amen. that actually changed my life first, you know, like, and just, you know, to me, but there's so much in the Bible and the words of Jesus in the Bible mm-hmm. have real spirit to them. They come out of the yeah. page and into your body. It's a hundred percent true. A thousand percent, man. It, it speaks to you. And, you know, when you're, if, if you're memorizing scripture too, and you know, you're going through something and a temptation or something, you just think about that scripture, you'll fight it off. That's, right. that's what I do all the time, you know, because obviously you know, some idiot saying, oh, I have no sin. I have no temptation. About- You're a liar. <laughs> oh, I've conquered sin. Okay, buddy. That's your first sin you're- right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're pride and you're a liar. But, but yeah, I think just, you know, reading the word daily and memorizing scripture, just, you know, meditating on it and things like that is very important to do. Um, and obviously, uh, giving the gospel to people. You know, people are afraid to tell people, tell people the gospel. We shouldn't be afraid to do that, you know? Um, but yeah, what was, um, oh, I was going to say this too. You know, I was talking to this lady and just giving her the gospel. And I was like, do you believe it? And she's like, well, you know, there's there's so many religions and they're all so many similarities. I was like, look, there's really two religions in the world. Work, salvation, and faith alone in Jesus Christ. There's not, that. there's really, because every religion yeah. is work, salvation. And every, you notice every religion, pretty much like Hinduism or, you know, uh, Islam or Mormonism, it's like Mormonism's like all white people, 
you know, we got uh, Islam. It's like all Middle Eastern people and then, or, or whatever, Arabs, whatever. You know, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> but um, then we got, um, uh, I said, uh, what was the other one? Hinduism. It's all Indians, right? But what is, what is Christianity? It's everybody. It's Four billion people is what it is. And, 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 and they'll say this, well, about these other religions. Well, you got to read, you got to read the book, you know, in this specific language. No, God, because God speaks through all languages. You think God is the God of one language? No. Yeah. I mean, so that's, that just tells me, that just should give you more confidence, you know, that that's really the word of God, the Bible, not this other nonsense. And the Tower of Babel story, it makes me also realize that God wanted different nationalities. He wanted the flavor. He wanted difference. He didn't want monolithic people. He wanted his people to be different. And he, he scattered them. Even the Israelites, he scattered them all over the world. You're like, God has a habit of doing that. And it's a beautiful thing because it's the true diversity. And Christianity, to me, is the only true diversity religion. You know, it's that's it. Yeah, you could be anybody yeah, and be a Catholic, be... a Christian, or, you know, anybody. You know, there's no like, you know, origin, you know, that would stop you from that. Yeah, we could all I just honestly be think like religion is kind of the same thing, but then man kind of divided it, to be honest with you, um, and then created the other religions. But it's like I always do the an an analogy of like you go into a dark room. And say you're a Christian and there's an elephant in there, but you can only see the trunk and you're describing the trunk and you come back out. But yet somebody else goes in and sees the, the hoof and describes the hoof. But yet it's the same thing. You know what I mean? So that's how I kind of see. And I, and, and I am, you know, I, I do believe in God and, and, and Jesus and stuff like that. But I feel religion, a lot of it was created for division, to be honest. Control, control. It was all about 100%. Control. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Because like every religion is works, works, work your mm -hmm. way into heaven. Good works mm -hmm. your way. The the Bible says uh, that Jesus did it all. It's not you. Yeah. It's a pride thing because it's it, it talks about you know that uh, narrow is the gate and few that will find it. And the reason that I believe few that will find it, even people who profess to be Christians, is because they believe in a work salvation. They still in their hearts think that there's something they can or cannot do uh, or that they need to still do in order to, uh, you know, keep their salvation and stuff like that. But that's just saying Jesus didn't do enough. You know, so, I mean, true. that, I mean, Christ paid it all. That's and it true. says that where sin, where, where sin, uh, where sin abound, uh, even, even more grace did abound. So when there's sin, there's always going to be more grace. Right. Obviously we, you know, we're going to receive punishment from God when we do wrong and things like that. So the Bible tells us, but you know, there's always going to be more grace. You know, it's eternal life. You don't, you don't have to strive for, I think once you feel, you know, cause, cause I was following some, some, some false prophet pastors, you know, towards the beginning. And then I, I realized, you know, it's a, it, what am I doing? This is, these guys are lying. This is a free gift. And once you kind of realize that, you know, it's all Jesus. You can just relax, and then you just want to do it out of love. You want to do the you good things that. out of love. You love Jesus, uh, not to to go to heaven, not to stay saved or whatever. You know, it's just all just because we love him. Because he, you read, he yeah, loves you read us. the gospel, it's very genuine. Jesus was brought to earth yeah. to, to to overthrow the synagogue of Satan, as he called it, right? Mm. And and he was there to overthrow, establish the the established religion of the time, which was the Sanhedrin and the, you know all this. So. 
when he did that. Think about the one thing that got Jesus clipped in the end was when he started throwing the money tables over and he started telling the, you know, he started yeah. telling the powers that be, Hey man, I'm here. It's over for you. Yeah. It's over. We're going to knock this thing yeah. down in three days. It's going to be rebuilt. He was, he, Jesus is such a badass. Like when you read the gospels, yeah. it's like, you, you know, forget about watching Marvel comic book movies and all that nonsense. You know, right. you read Jesus Christ, you feel like what a man this was like, you know, and his power and his glory and, people, and everything he said, everything he did. And he was the one that defeated sin. And God is no respecter yeah. of persons. And if you don't get that through your head, you really, yeah, it's hard for not. you, you know, to, to, to get where you got to go. <clears throat> and, and, and just like you said, he's not a respecter of persons. You know, I, I try to tell people the thief on the cross, all he had to do was believe. Right. All he had to, oh, well, Amen. you know, he's just on the cross, though. Like, he couldn't do anything. He's not, God is not a respecter person that says that several times throughout the Bible. So God doesn't have favorites. He's not going to say, oh, well, this guy just, you know, I'm going to let him get in because of this. But this guy has got to do, you know, all this and this. No. That's right. It's the same thing. Like, you know, if you remember, uh, you know, when people were getting bit by the uh, serpents with Moses, God told him, hey, make this fiery serpent. Look at it and live. Believe on Christ and be saved. It's so simple. God wants it to be easy. He wants none to perish, but all to come to repentance. And think about the two golden rules. If you live by them, you really can't yeah. go wrong. You you can't. If you actually follow the two golden rules, there's nothing that you can't achieve in life, in my opinion. You know, places you can't go. Yeah. You know? Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, so I want to get your opinion on the 2020 election. I want to know if you think it was a fraud. If you do think it was a fraud, how do you feel about Trump 2024? And how do you feel about Trump versus DeSantis? Yeah, so I basically think that... it. it so I think they only have who they want to win. They know who's going to win, but they had to... With, with Biden, maybe they, they want to see what they could get away with, like how much they could do to get away with, or there's one scenario. And another scenario is like, they just had to to rig it more than usual. I mean, cause they, they know who they're gonna pick and people who think Trump just got in there because he's so good. No, they knew, they picked him. You think Trump just slid through the hair? No, come on, that's nonsense. The elites can do anything they want. So I don't believe that garbage. Um, you think? Do you think Trump's part of that that whole um, elite group, or he just nah. kind of slid through, or Jesus was on his side, was like, "Look, we gonna put this guy in. We need to change this up a little bit. Bring a little heaven to earth." I think if it wasn't meant to be, they would have done something about it. Uh -huh. They they would have for sure done something, and um, so I think that was just meant to happen. And um, you know. Obviously, there, there, there was a reason for it. I mean, look how much division and stuff it caused. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, he's just an actor like everyone else. I oh, by the way, <laughs> next, the next, the conservatives thing, you know, on mainstream conservative TV, they'd be like, well, you know, I don't want to get controversial here, but I do want to say this before. Please don't get mad, guys. Okay, Jeffrey Epstein is a pedophile. Just don't get offended. No, that, that's, that would be like the next thing they're going to say. Uh, I, <clears throat> I can see that. He, he didn't mean to do it. <laughs> no, he had, he had good intentions. He yeah. really did. <clears throat> so, uh, so how do you feel about DeSantis? Do you feel he's just another puppet? 
hundred percent. He just is going to do what his donors do. Um, yeah. you know, who his allegiance is to, you know, in this little place in the middle East, you know, but yeah. Um, you know, just like everybody, you know, um, you know, they have their donors who they work for and that's all that matters. It's, it's not, it's not like he's going to save the world when people think, Oh, okay. I mean, I think he, he, Trump could probably do a little more than DeSantis. He could do more than DeSantis because like, you know, he's, he's got some of his own money at least, but DeSantis is just donor money. So From just all and sorrows. Yeah. I think, I think I would rather see Trump, but I don't think it matters at the end of the day because Trump's more entertaining. He's more funny. So, I mean, I think he's a, a garbage human being. <laughs> like, really? I just, I just, I mean, he's not a, like, look at, look at him. Like he, he cheats on his wife and stuff. Like, come on. He's, he owns casinos. Really? Yeah. Last time do, I you think, do you, cause you know, with the Bible and all that, and, and Jesus kind of picks the imperfect people to yeah. work with. Do you think that maybe that could be this point? Uh, Jesus, you Jesus know, is not going to push a vaccine salesman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I think there's a reason for everything. I mean, I don't even think I think Trump and the whole God thing is just a, a, a lie just so he uh-huh. could because there's so many professing Christians. Oh, Trump, Trump, Trump. And they worship him, yeah. you know, and, you know, in Trump, you Trump goes up there two Corinthians two. You could tell he's never read the Bible in his life. <laughs> he, he does not know what he's talking about. A hundred. Oh, what's your favorite Bible verse? Well, that's personal. Come on, dude. <laughs> You're full of it, man. Like, I don't hate the guy. Like, I just think he's a fraud. At the end of the day, he's anybody who's that high up in political office, they have to put on a front. Look who he's hanging out. He's hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, the Clintons, and all these Democrats. Lindsey tell them Graham. how great they are. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, on state. they're wicked? Come on. I don't buy it. I just don't. I just think... I personally, I don't, I just stay out of politics now. Like I completely stay out. of. I might make fun of it here and there, but I don't watch the news. I don't do any of that stuff. I think it's just better for your health. And I just read the Bible, talk to people about Jesus. And then, you know, I'll expose like a false prophet and stuff like that. But I don't like, I don't do that stuff. Cause I think it's just bad for your health. You stressed out about it. And I think in the end, it's just, you know, there's more important things to do. You know, you can't fear for tomorrow. You go, you know, God is providing for today. Enjoy today, right? You know, uh, tomorrow, worry about itself, kind of deal. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I, I cut back on my consumption too, Cassie. I was uh, overdosing on it. You know, I've been into it since I'm ten years old. You know, I've been following news and poly. You know, I've been. It's my thing. You know, and um, you know, but it's the same story. It's the same story over and over again. It's it's uh, that twenty four hour news cycle is very cor- corrosive to the mind. You know. And listen, listen, and think about this: if they were if they were actually to fix everything, then there wouldn't be a need for all these people. Right, right. They wouldn't have a job, mm-hmm. but they have to keep making problems. So I think there's just a reason behind everything, you know. And these elites know what they're doing. They put look here. Here's here's a quote. I don't remember who exactly said it, but um. <clears throat> The best way to control the opposition is if we provide them ourselves. Mm-hmm. So they provide these people. It's not like 
it, 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 I think that might have been maybe it was Karl Marx. I don't know. It's one of these wicked people. But yeah, I mean, obviously, if they're controlling um control like controlled opposition, like it doesn't make sense because I did like Trump and and tell the whole vaccine thing. Then I started realizing, okay, he, he is like pretty being pretty weak on some stuff. He's letting the whole country shut down. He's not doing anything. And I was like, this guy is like. Yeah, he's a. I, I think he's a fraud. Then I started to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> what killed me with Trump was. Do you think it kind of follows Revelations? Because like in Revelations, it does say like the Earth is going to be split in half, and I know they they talk in a way like Shakespeare, where we don't know what they're saying, but I kind of feel like what we're seeing is like it's playing out, and like Trump could. I mean, I don't want to say he's the Antichrist, but what the no, f? Like, I'm definitely not going to vote for him. 2024 if he can't even fix 2020 when he's the biggest one saying it was a fraud yeah i think he's just just uh a puppet at the all these guys are there's nobody that's ever going to come in i mean look jfk came in and he said some stuff and tried to get rid of the federal reserve which is probably like the biggest problem and uh what they do they kill them Ooh, conspiracy he was gonna move on the cia he was gonna move on the cia that's why they got yeah cia is so Mm -hmm. corrupt but Mm -hmm. but yeah um i I just don't think you know anything with politics is ever going to change it's going to stay the same yeah like it's always been and the thing with trump that bothered me when he got in you had Paul Ryan, who's probably the biggest Benedict Donald since Benedict Donald, right? You had, uh, you know, you had a, a whole Republican stronghold across the board, yeah. and they did nothing. They did nothing for two, in two yeah. years. They got voted out in that midterm election, and Trump was doing everything by fiat with executive order. I was saying to myself, now, listen, I'm no po- political scientist here, but this is a bad deal, you know, because everything that – what happened? Biden takes over – reverses everything and then doubles down on yeah. reversals. Like, you know, like it was just terrible. And, and to me, I couldn't understand why Trump <laughs> hiring the people he hired. Like, I knew John Bolton was a shkivats. Oh. I knew John Bolton was no good. Next. I knew uh, Millie was no good. I knew Mad Dog Mattis was a, uh, uh, not a respected man in the middle. You know, I knew these things. How could I know it? He didn't know it, you know? None yeah. of them are good. It's the, same, it's the two wings of the same bird. Mm-hmm. It is a hundred percent. Yeah. And it, and it's funny because I, I, I saw how Trump wanted to, you know, make Bill Gates his science advisor and stuff. I'm like, okay, dude. Uh, <laughs> I draw the line at Bill Gates every time I do. I really do. actually have to get off now, but I, I, I really appreciate well, you. Know, we, we really appreciate your time. Can you tell us where people can find you, where to follow That's you? Fair. And we would love for you to come back on another uh, episode with oh, us sure. as well too. So. Yeah. Uh, so just everywhere, Instagram, YouTube, Rumble, Cassidy Campbell and Facebook. If anybody uses Facebook, Cassidy Campbell, all the same thing. So yeah, guys, thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your info. We appreciate your pranks. I love it. <laughs> it gives, yeah, it gives me sure. a good laugh. <laughs> Thank thanks you again lot. for what so, you do, Cassidy. Keep fighting a good fight. Yes. Yeah. yeah hey, keep thanks, the fight man. up. Will do always. Yeah. In America, we don't worship government, we worship God. In the words of St. Athanasius of Alexandria, if the world is against the truth, then I am against the world. Thank you for joining us today on Politics Plus Podcast, where we talk about politics plus so much more. For more content, make sure to follow and interact with the podcast on our official social media pages, including Getter, 
Truth Social, Twitter, and our Instagram page at Politics Plus Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe on Rumble, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Join us next time for another exciting episode.